Hi everyone, welcome to this podcast from Cambridge Health Tech Institute on the inaugural Reentering Antibacterial Drug Development Summit, which runs from October 27th to 29th in Boston, Massachusetts. My name is Amit Zand and I'm an associate conference producer at Cambridge Health Tech Institute. We have with us today Dr. Pabavati Fernandez, one of our speakers at the conference. Dr. Fernandez is the president and CEO of Sempra, a clinical stage pharmaceutical company that is developing novel antibacterial products and is based in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Dr. Fernandez will be speaking at the Solving Antibacterials Commercialization Equation, which is the business-focused track of this conference. Well, Dr. Fernandez, thank you for joining us. You're welcome. Thank you. We all know that new antibiotic development is facing a double challenge, which is basically multidrug-resistant bacteria and lack of novel approaches to discovery and development on one hand, and then we have low profitability of antibiotic development on the other hand. So in your opinion, which of these challenges is more critical? So indeed, the problem is double. So first, the antibiotics are not expected to be priced high, and the daily dose could actually be lower than a bottle of water. So while the cost of development, though, you know, has increased, and there are large comparative trials still needed for each indication, and many of these, you know, are for the same organ system. So how do we overcome these and look at which of these could be actually addressed and do something about? There must be recognition, first, that there is a lower risk to developing an acute care product over developing something which is taken over a lifetime, like a statin. And the development time and cost there could then be decreased. Now, the FDA and NIAID had a workshop just two weeks ago and are working on trying to streamline the development of antibiotics. Some progress has been made. The GAIN Act was one of them. But this has allowed, let's say, a single trial being used, clearly defining the endpoints. But much, much more progress and more rapid progress needs to be done in the regulatory area for this. There is still very great reluctance to allow higher pricing, or shall we say appropriate pricing of antibiotics. We have examples of antibiotics that have failed, even though there there was a new class, like fidaxomycin, because they were priced too high. I've heard physicians say they will not use certain antibiotics because they are priced high. Indeed, uh, higher pricing may be allowed for antibiotics with activity against a few multidrug-resistant strains. I've heard companies say they will price their antibiotics very high because they will address these few multidrug-resistant strains. But will that allow companies to survive if these antibiotics are held in reserve for these very few cases? Maybe the expectation is that those number of cases will increase, but Maybe that is, would be an unlucky thing for the world. Until antibiotics are priced fairly, though, because they save lives and minimize hospitalization, if you can price them fairly, then investment dollars would flow in. Otherwise, I think it is unlikely to attract a lot of investment dollars until the two changes happen. One is the pricing as well as to decrease development costs. We cannot afford in the antibacterial area to have cost as high as in cancer or other areas because we just are not allowed to price our drugs as high. Well, Dr. Fernandez, we're delighted to have you as a speaker at our upcoming conference in Boston. What are you looking forward to the most at this summit? So the conference really draws attention to broad issues from gram-negative resistant bacteria, which is on everyone's mind now in the hospitals, but it also addresses new antibiotics in the pipeline. It's addressing challenges in commercialization, new mechanisms, new targets. And I do see something which in the past may not have happened. Many companies are now working with each other to have similar goals of working with regulatory groups to also see that pricing is done. There's a lot of discussion out there. That's really very helpful. The topics uh, actually lead me to believe that innovation is still there in biotech in spite of less research dollars being there. But biotech maybe can 
function on lesser dollars than in big pharmaceutical companies. We know how to be cost-effective, but we do need help in commercialization and the funding to get to these late-stage products because by the time one starts phase three trials, you really have to start commercial plans, and the commercial plans are very, very expensive for a little company. But we must capture this current momentum and enthusiasm, both from NIID, from the FDA, from the Congress, and from people at large who all know about drug resistance now, which is being, I think, captured in this conference. And let's let it grow so that antibiotic resistance does not take us to the pre-antibiotic era. So I think the conference really brings a lot of things which are being discussed in Washington, in Bethesda, at the FDA, at NIH, by BARDA, and they're bringing it all together. And I think it will be two very exciting days with a lot of different thoughts being exchanged. Excellent. Thank you very much, Dr. Fernandez. You're very welcome. That was Dr. Fernandez, the president and CEO of SEMPRA. She will be speaking on Tuesday, October 28th, and her talk will be focused on the development of antibiotic with broad indications. If you would like to hear her in person, go to www.healthtech.com and look for Reentering Antibacterial Drug Development Summit under our upcoming conferences for registration information and enter the key code PODCAST. I am Amit Sand, Associate Conference Producer at CHI. Thank you for listening.